Hey, this is Heather Kiefer, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Robbie Wageman, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. Welcome to the Moto X Pod Show, starring Darkseid, his co-host Scotty, sometimes TJ. What is up? Another week, another Moto X Pod Show. This week, episode 231 is here. Just growing and growing, ever closer to 232, Scotty. Almost almost to 232. <laughs> we are brought to you by our title sponsor, Cherby's USA. For decades, Cherby's USA has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories with products that fit perfect every time, look great, and last. Cherby's has what you need. Man, whether you guys want full plastic kits, some individual pieces, hand guards, chain guides, and sliders, or anything else they offer, 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 offer. Visit CherbysUSA.com and support our title sponsor, Racetech on board with us. Visit Racetech.com for more info and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Works Connection. Another promo code there, Works Connection. Use that promo code MOTOXPOD20. Get yourself a whole shot device. Torque One Racing. We got a new Torque One Racing commercial that we'll throw in tonight that Scotty did. You guys let me know what you think because I've gotten a lot of feedback on the ones that the girls did. Uh, A lot of feedback on those, so that's cool. Our jerky on board. We have the our jerky beef of the week coming up in just like literally in a moment. I am freaking really irritated. I have you're a beef beefed, of the week. You're beefed up. I am beefed. So we're gonna get to that thing right off the bat. Uh, promo code Moto XPod twenty one to save on some jerky from the Wageman Brothers at eatourjerky.com. Don't forget about Berm Lords graphics and jersey ID as well as shock socks. Williams Moto Works extreme colors for helmet painting. Blood lubricants, the best oil on the planet. We've got a discussion to have an, about that in a few minutes. Promo code MOTOX oh, at Blood Lubricants. Power Band Racing. If you guys got WP suspension, you're over at on the East Coast, hit me up. I'll get you guys in contact with Power Band Racing. True Fusion Sports and our newest sponsor, Grill Your Ass Off. Promo code MOTOXPOD to save. We've got some giveaways. We've got some winners that we're going to talk about. Um, we're going to try to get to our typical intro type thing, which we're going to officially i think name for uh, for now the x brand lucid uh, conversation flow segment that's going to be normally right now what about just lucid conversations whatever scotty whatever scotty just throwing off everything oh is me throwing off everything you're throwing it off you were stuttering saying it all right scotty <laughs> man you're about to be yeah about, i'm about, sure i should probably keep my mouth shut you're about to be sent home yeah um anyway but we we need to get to this our jerky beef of the week you guys are going to hear the phone ring because i don't have a way to mute it right now just hang tight i'm fucking in the mouth. i hope this guy answers so i can have some words sorry about the language yo yo daniel blair daniel blair what i got i got a beef uh, with you man um our jerky our jerky beef of the week wageman brothers have a killer jerky company oh 
eatourjerky.com. Hold on, hold on, hold Whoa, on, wait, you just wait on. a minute, Daniel Blair. No, you can do your read twice. I I answered the phone thinking it was just you, dude. You got into presenter voice right away. I didn't know I was on. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, right. you just hang tight, man. All right. Tonight, <laughs> hey, for Andrew. the Our Jerky Beef of the Week, Hit up eatourjerky.com. Use that promo code MotoXPod21. Get you some uh, get you some seven deuce deuce black pepper beef brisket. Have that on hand for the next Supercross race where you can hear this gentleman run his mouth. Daniel Blair. Daniel Blair, I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you right now, dude. I know why you are, and that's ridiculous. It's not my fault. I, I heard your I heard your main event moto podcast. I'm sure nobody else listened, but no. Uh, <laughs> dude. Yeah, you knew I was kind of... Wait, 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 wait. Are you, are you beefing at me because of what I said on my pod, or are you beefing on me because of what I think you're mad at that was not my fault? I'm so, confused. legitimately, you did. I guess you did think I was mad. I assume you really thought I was mad. I was not really I, I mad. I would have been mad if I was you. I would well, I would have been mad. I, I know you're all pissed. I was mad, but not specifically at Daniel Blair, although you did right. give Steve permission to ask three questions. Well, you recognize himself as made of that moto i mean he oh. earned them he earned them <laughs> well what about the no. uh, what about the official main event moto guy dan uh toolman dan that got one yeah he got no he didn't he got cut out of the 251 also he didn't get any oh, i thought he got one on the 450 this week no he got one on the 450 okay. uh with what did he ask uh, it was probably Who something was with Jason Andrew. It was probably something to do with Kawasaki. No, no, it, oh, it was Sexton. Yeah, it was Sexton. It was about him going um, win or bust, and Chase kind of got mad at that. He's like, I wouldn't say bust. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Toolman so Dan. I thought that was kind of cool, but no, Dan got uh, he got bumped from the two fifty one too. Yeah, and uh, he was mad at me too. And I'm like, bro, it's your second one ever. Don't get all mad at me because you didn't make make the cut this week. But no, I you you know what happened? It I do. There was live attendance. So we were trying to like reintroduce that. Steve comes right out with, hey, can I ask three? And I'm thinking to myself, dude, it's like live on the press conference. If I say no, dude, Pulp Army's going to flip out and think it's like, oh, Daniel doesn't want to let Steve. And it's like, so he kind of got me in a rock and a hard place. I'm like, you know what? Go ahead. Yeah. And then uh, and then when he did it again for the 251, then I was, I mean, I, I mean, he made a joke. So I kind of made a joke with it. But uh, no, it was, it was. It was, I guess, kind of an accident on time. And then, to be honest with you, the writers were, they were yappy this week. They, they were answering way longer, too. I'm looking at my clock going, dude, these guys are going forever. So, just a perfect, perfectly terrible storm for you, dude. Not my fault. Yeah, I was like, you know, in a normal press conference, like, late at night, I've probably been not too upset. But I was at a local event, at, you know, like, Scotty here's with me. We had a, a free race at Swan. They put on a free race. I ran out there to do some X-Brand stuff, and I was like, man, I got to go home. I got to watch the race live because Sean likes us to do the press conference. So I left this live event, you know, and I think Toolman Dan was at the track, too, and cut his day early, and then we got, like, kind of, you know, we got it mixed. We got mixed <laughs> he didn't really bit. want to be there, DB. Don't worry. Yeah, that was his excuse <laughs> to get out of there, and then now he's all acting mad. When he's not mad, he's stoked. Right. He's lying. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was hey. frustrated. I mean, Weeds texted me afterwards. And he's like, ooh, I saw the disappointment or the frustration on your face. I was like, yeah, I, I felt like I had a really good question for Pierce. And, yeah, I didn't. I was not happy. Hey, I got – I got. so what is this called? You got – this is beef? You got beef with me? That's what it is? Yeah, the R Jerky Beef of the Week. Uh, okay, I got some I got some no beef for you. Okay. Okay, what's that mean? <laughs> how, about, how about your boy Debo, dude? 
You're gonna lose him. You're gonna lose him. Oh, 49ers. You said Debo. I was thinking of Denny Stevenson. I was like, what are you talking about? No. Yeah. Debo yeah. Samuel. You're gonna lose him, dude. I know. I was, my guys at work were asking me about, you know, of course they're cowboy fans, so they're like, Oh, you're losing your guys. Like, I don't even care. Like it just I can't I can't get into the preseason stuff like that anymore, man. I'm just That's fine. That's fine. I, hey, but, let's change the subject. I don't your listeners will get mad at me. Every time I bring up football, dude, I'll get yelled at. So I'm just making I made a joke. Let's move on. All right. So you is got that me. it? Go am, Cowboys. Am I on to get yelled at or do you do you wanna do you wanna talk about anything or is that it? Yeah, I just trouble. wanted to bitch about the press conference. Uh, I, I, well, I want oh. you know what I, I need. I need a public apology, and I need to know how you're going to fix this. Ooh, dead silence. Uh yeah. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Okay. I got you. All right. I got you. Okay. You'll find you'll find out on Saturday the presser. Oh, I got you. Sh- oh shit! I, I either won't get any questions or I don't know, dude. And so. Obviously, right? You jumped. I got you. Steve. Steve said, you know, he was with main event, right? And I know uh, Toolman Dan was lining up to say he was part of Pulp, and like I was like, okay, I'm going in. So I had my intro all ready. Like, you know, I was going to go Jamie because that's so I don't get in trouble. Jamie from the Moto X Pod Show, Pulp Mix Wrap Up Show, Racer <laughs> X Main Event. Sometimes, uh, you know, I had this long intro, and then I was going to say, hey, real quick, I want to say thanks or congrats to Hunter's little brother. And then I was going to go into a question on Pierce. Like, that was my whole – I was ready to go. Wow. Wow. So, so essentially what you're saying is I just saved your credential. Because if you would have done that, <laughs> Sean would have pulled your card for sure. So, uh, for what? Is this the, is this the R-Jerky um, uh, thank you segment? Is that what you're calling me to say thank you? No, that would be the, the – a Cherry's thank you. <laughs> for cutting you off before you had a chance to lose your credential by pulling a stunt like that in the presser? What would I lose my credential? That was a great intro. Nah, I, I know Sean well enough. He would not have been cool with that dude. So I was looking mm. out for you, bro. It's, it was intuition. <laughs> okay. All so, right. Well, I'm not saying so never, thank you. So never mind, hey, never mind what, I'm gonna, what I was going to do for you on Saturday. We're just back tomorrow <laughs> now. now. We're even. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, man, sir, uh, you back home, man? Or are you on your way back home from East Coast? Yeah, I uh, I was in New York City for a couple of days and then just flew home today and I got a big old lasagna waiting for me. Oh, I've been seeing my wife and kids. Well, I was uh, last week. I stayed back after Atlanta too for a couple of days, so I've literally been home one day in like two weeks. So oh, that sucks. I'm uh, I'm oh, I, I mean, normally I come home and I'm excited because you know I love to come home to my family, but it, I'm so tired that I'm. 50 50 but right now i'm charging through i'm like so pumped to see my family i just haven't seen him much lately so yeah man and well, evan got his and evan got his boot off of his leg so he's like running around now we can go out and play football and stuff so awesome yeah he's i mean he's been messed up for like six months he had yeah. a, the femur then he came back and a couple days into riding broke his tib <laughs> so he just got the boot off and now he's running through the house and i'm like i just can't wait to get home Kids growing up too, man. I see pictures of him. It's like, good lord, man. Yeah, he's got he's got a mustache. Right, (laughs) he's almost taller than he does. I know. Well, he'll he'll be as big as Maggie pretty soon, and then yeah, like somehow he's got a little mustache going, and it's like legit. (laughs) I'm just weird looking. He just turned twelve. I don't understand it. I mean, takes me two weeks to grow a mustache. (laughs) So I don't know what's going on. I I think he's mine. I'm pretty sure he's mine, but. There's yeah. some weird genetics in there somewhere because he's the kid's got a mustache and that's ridiculous. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, hey man, before I let you so, go, everything going good with the Patreon stuff? Everything's great. Minimum yep. Moto is good. The broadcast is good. Race Day Live. I mean, it's it's. I mean, 
getting like a little sad because the season's almost over. And I mean, I'm, I'm obviously on a physical note, I'm like ready for the break and ready to, you know, be home, but kind of getting emotional end of the year. I mean, this thing flew by. So yeah, it's like, I, I know. it's been great though. God, it's been a fun season, but it's almost done, man. Two it's to weird. go. Two it's to like go. Snap a finger and it's over. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Outdoors though. It's right. I know you love outdoors. Uh, you like watching it. You just don't, don't want to race it. Oh, I, I no, I, I love. I, I mean, hey, I may be in a couple this year. Cool. Not, I, doing, yeah. not doing TV, but yeah, I, there's a. There, we're working on a little plan behind the scenes, so I might end up being at a couple outdoors this year, doing something, something different. That uh, well, I'll just leave it at that. I might okay. be there doing something. All right. Not TV related. All right. Well, that yeah, we'll have to talk off air so I can get some more details. But, uh, yeah, call me in a commercial break or something. All I'm right, sorry. man. Hey, I appreciate you answering. Uh, bro, uh, well, go- sorry, sorry for pissing you off. I mean, I'm my bad, but <laughs> I felt like I saved your uh, saved your credentials, so I think we're even. Maybe so, maybe so. I still want to. I, I want to find out. I, I still want whatever you're going to do Saturday. I want to. I want to see. I want to hear it. So I'm still going to do it. Oh, damn it! All right, okay. go, home, go home. watch No, it's him. good. It'll be, it's a good thing. Go home and Make watch up. MTV. Makeup call. Goodbye. See. Ya. Bye. I don't think he caught the MTV. No, but maybe but, uh, he did. He's like, yeah, bye. <laughs> yeah, do you, do you know what that's from? Uh-uh. So in the race broadcast, he was doing, he went out in the pits and was talking about Rocky Mountain MT, uh, oh, MT- <laughs> see, ATV, MC, ATV, yeah. and he said Rocky Mountain MTV. Yeah, on that's TV. Funny. So uh, anyway, yeah, that was great. Daniel Blair. All right. Um, yeah, so I guess we need to get to this, what do you want to call it? The X-Brand Lucid. What'd you say? You already forgot. You know what's funny is G G Rock said uh, silent lucidity too. Yeah, well, we can't be silent. I know this that's what I told. I, I told I told him this. I was it's because it's silent. Uh, uh, what did I say? The I don't know. Lucid, lucid conversations. <sighs> Fine. God damn. No. The lucid. Well, the, you you, you like added an extra word to it. Shut up. Lucid com, Lucid All right, combo. So we are now going to get into quickly because we have 15 minutes before. Oh yeah, Justin Cooper tonight. Awesome Forkner tonight. Great intro that I skipped because I wanted to get to Daniel Blair. But tonight we are going to introduce this opening segment that we're going to call the X Brand Lucid Conversations, brought to you by X Brand Goggles and the new Lucid Goggle with Wave Latch Quick Release Lens System, Race Face Four Layer Factory Foam. And loot the Lucid Extreme Definition Optics. Check your local dealers. Distributed by WPS X Brand. Hashtag Clear Vision. Well, let's start with. I was going to talk about Foxborough a little bit, but all the other podcasts have done that, so we may still do that. I want to talk about something that happened this weekend. We we brag and we we promote the crap out of one of our best sponsors, Blood Lubricant. Some of the best oil on the planet. Some of the best protection on the planet. But you know what it doesn't protect from, Scotty? Idiots like me. Stop acting like an idiot. <laughs> You're the idiot. Don't be an idiot. Changed my life. That is usually saved for TJ. No, I'll, I'll wear that crown tell, this weekend. Tell uh, tell our listeners what you did at the free race at Swan. Go ahead. Well, it's not necessarily what I did at the free race at Swan. It's what I did preparing for the free race at Swan that cost me my free race at Swan. Um, so I made a rookie mistake. I did not... Go back and and do my finish finishing Titan on my oil drain bolt. I just used the 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 uh, socket with the connector, hand tighten it. Got on the phone, forgot to come back and tighten it. Oil oil drain bolt uh, came out, and I'm probably gonna have to. I'm gonna have to, not probably. I'm gonna have to rebuild my whole motor because of it. So 
Yeah, blood lubricants is great. I would I will put it in there again, but it doesn't uh, protect anything if it's not in the bike. It's dry. Yeah, I, but you you went you said it went a while. Yeah, like, I did two practice care. sessions so, on it. So yeah, blood it did protect your bike. For yeah, a couple, couple uh, motors. No, it was when it was completely drained when we, yeah. when I realized. Wow, dude. So I mean, you're gonna have to hit up uh, Williams Motor Works. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping for some kind of help. Somehow, I have to figure something well, out. Yeah, once you get into it, maybe we'll be able to work something out with some of our sponsors and I hope I get hope some so. parts. Maybe Race Tech will help you out. I, I don't know if they have, you know, they have, did do engine work. I will, I will take anything that I can get. So, well, I yeah. gave you some blood so, lubricants and you wasted that. Yep. Don't fresh, it right out. fresh bottle and a half just, just right on the ground. Just it right out. Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. I, I don't know. You know what? I remember. I've been changing oil since I was 12 yeah. years old, and I, I picked the one weekend where it's a free race to so, do it on. Are, what camera's on right now? You got one on me? Uh, it's on both of us. Okay, put it on me real quick. Okay. 1992 or 93-ish, I rebuilt one of my, my bikes, uh, you know, and I was, you know, I was a teenager, right? I was in high school. I threw this bike together, took the, redid the top end. I, had, I did a piss and a ring. I took off to ride to my girlfriend's house. Like I was cutting across town and where the town we live in on the road. And I got about a mile away and the bike's <laughs> and if it's on camera right now, that is why this is still it. Yeah. We've yeah. had, we've had, I've had something. Burn a hole like right through my piston. You can, I don't know on camera, you guys can see totally melted the ring to, to the piston because I forgot to put oil back. You know, I didn't, yeah, it was just, I didn't, uh, I didn't. Oh, I put oil back into it. That wasn't the problem. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't do, I just threw the bike back together. You know, I didn't mix the gas. I didn't put the tranny fluid in or whatever. Um, yeah, overheated the bitch. Um, and hell, I may have left the drain bolt out too. I can't remember, but. Um, and if you, that's, that's even worse. Yeah, I don't even remember. I just remember like I had to push the bike home and I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, no, uh, it was definitely, I've. That was definitely like the the dumbest thing I've ever. Done. I'm I've never complain. Come I've never claimed to be any sort of mechanic. I don't trust myself to do anything more than basic maintenance. And now I don't even hardly trust myself to do that because apparently I I can easily fuck up an oil change. Wow, the language. Yeah, that's yeah. Oof. That's sorry, like the sorry, that's like kids. the third time I've said the F word on this show since I've been here right. for like almost two years. Yeah. yeah, you did. But it's uh, it's, it's it's expected for me. But. Yeah, so that's how that's how fired up I am. Right. Oh, dude, like way to go. I was like I had to, I had like so is making a noise. I, I go get another drain bolt from Mun. Mun Racing was up there and they had a drain bolt. Went and bought a drain bolt, put it back in. JT had some blood, poured some blood back into it and then tried to start it again and it just had like a tick to it, like a real bad tick to it. That's what I heard in our group conversation. Yeah, I had a bad tick to it and then like after that we, they were like, "Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked." And then yeah. like I just, I was like, I was, you know, damn. A bunch what? of us yeah. have a group text that you're not in. Yeah, I mean, yeah I I'm sure. About, I heard all about oh, it. Oh, yeah. I heard about, I saw the GoFundMe that your buddy started. Yeah, you want to talk about that? Just in case anybody wants to help you out? Oh, that, Better, yeah. I mean, our listeners my, are we were, we were just sitting there joking around about it with my buddies that were all hanging out at the races with this. And my one buddy, Spencer, was like, we should start a GoFundMe. And I was like, oh, that'd be hilarious. And like, yeah, let's, let's do it. And then he like, he was just sitting there on his phone and he started one and took a picture of me over my bike where it looks like I'm crying. And, and, <laughs> and which I did, I almost did cry at one point. Like I was, I was so disappointed in myself. Like 
I took my buddy's trailer out there. I stayed the night, Friday night and Saturday night. I was out there all weekend. We're going to be out there all weekend. This is like Saturday at like one o'clock. My whole weekend is just over. Thank God one of our one of our buddies, uh, Chase Moore, let me ride his bike on Sunday. So I at least got to participate and I had fun doing that. That was cool. But uh, definitely not how not how I wanted the weekend yeah, to go. Yeah, no doubt. Well, if you guys want to help out Scotty, who right now has five dollars raised for his eight thousand dollars it's not going to be eight thousand dollars what it says goal oh i don't know why you put eight thousand on there so far you have five dollars raised go to gofundme and it's titled tragic scotty yeah there's a picture of him crying over his motorcycle (laughs) uh i mean yeah if you guys want to help out like that'd be cool let's see maybe by the end of the show just if it's gone up we we only have a couple probably on youtube if y'all feel yeah the, yeah but you know, we'll, feel sorry we'll, for sorry for Scotty help Scotty out so we'll see what it oh it just went to negative ten it's negative somebody 10. took fifteen dollars from you <laughs> <laughs> but anyway tragic Scotty GoFundMe poor guy blew his bike up um more positive news yeah got a couple winners for our grill your ass off uh, sample packs we had a trivia contest who how would Chiz do this weekend uh, he got fifth way to go Chiz whole bunch of people picked fifth. So I just put all the names in the hat. And the guy I picked, all the emails, uh, is John Kasula. I hope I said that right. He, uh, he emailed us. John, I will give you an email back. Uh, and if I, you don't hear from me by tomorrow, I don't know when you listen, hit me back up. But I'll, I'll get your information. I'll get you some uh, grill your ass off out. And then we had the YouTube trivia contest. Uh, it was something, I don't know, what was it? It was like a race at Charlotte or G, what was your GP question? I can't remember what the question was now. Oh, it was, uh, when, when was the, the non GP race at Charlotte? When was the last non GP race at Charlotte yep. and who got fifth place? Uh, so we had a few people that got that one right. Yeah. And it was 1998. Steve, Steve Lampson, Lampson got fifth. works connection. Steve Lampson got fifth place. Uh, the winner I pulled for that one is Josh Childers. So if he's on YouTube right now. I probably have your contact information because I feel like you've won stuff before. Um, send it to me again. Email me your 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 address, and I will get some out. Uh, so those are the two winners there. You guys want you want to talk about Foxborough a little bit before? Yeah, yeah. Let's we get only into it a little bit. Minutes, but yeah, uh, yeah. Justin Cooper's ready to go in ten or five. Uh, okay, so Austin, who's going to be on? Let's not let's not even talk about Austin. He's going to be on in a little bit. Uh, Jet wins the championship. Uh yeah, kid, I mean, man, sixteen years old, right? I mean, he's not sixteen. Or 18. 18, I mean, yeah, sorry, but probably sixteen. Duh, that's stupid. Way to go, way to go, Scotty. Oh yeah, it's my fault. Yeah, it was your fault. Eighteen years old wins this championship. Um, kind of expected, <laughs> but okay, go ahead. So, someone said, "I'll give you the money in my dryer." I think it's about thirteen cents. <laughs> Five dollars and thirteen cents. You're getting there. <laughs> I mean, you got to PayPal that, right? I mean, you got to yeah. pay. Oh, you kinda wanna... <laughs> I saw one the other day where the the dude uh, went and paid his high auto ta- auto sales tax. It was in like, and it was like it took him. It took like three thousand pennies. He brought like wheelbarrows of pennies, and they had to sit there and hand count every penny. Okay. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Well, that's he was, that's guess, a lot of effort. To, yeah, just to, just to give it. It to, stick it to somebody. Yeah, you're really sticking it to them. They're still getting their money. Yeah. But uh, yeah, okay. So, what do you think, though, man? Jet, he, he kind of gets that that weight's already lifted, right? He wins this championship. He's won outdoor, won the indoor. I mean, you think this thing just keeps rolling? Like, everybody thinks he's going to go in out, I go mean, outdoors again? Or I think that he's already proven himself as to be a success 
and no matter what, he will. He's pretty much solidified his a a, a, a four fifty career. Somebody will give him a ride now. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So unless the, I think he should just retire. The, now. the question is, Stop your head. I think that if I think if he goes into that, he wins the outdoor last year. He goes in, he wins his coast this year. Even though like his, all of his competition was pretty much out of it. So, but if he goes into the outdoor season and wins that again, I think that puts him back. That, I think that you can really start the generational talent conversation debate that everybody seems to have about him. I think if he does those three titles in a row like that at 18 to 19 years old, I think you can start putting him in that one of the best 125 yeah. guys or lights guys, 250 guys, whatever you want to call it. Best younger guy. I mean, that's pretty much anything on that's on par with anything uh, any of the other ones did. Like, Sure. Kennard yeah. or Poto or Dungey or, you know, all, all those guys. Well, Carmichael. We're, we're going to have a couple guys on tonight that may have One, something to you say, say about that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, we already got Colton Nichols scheduled for next week. That's another guy that probably has some things to say about that. But, uh, and then obviously, our boy Chiz. Dude. Winning his heat race. Yeah, that was cool. Dude, that was so He's sick. never won and a heat he race. He threw it away for a minute. Has he like, ever won a heat race in no. his career? Mm-mm. And I was like in full panic mode when he went down. I was like, Ugh. like, like, okay, I'm on the edge of my seat, trying to hold my, holding my breath almost, like, get up, get up, get up. But he pulled it off. Chiz, yeah, Chiz is the best. Yeah, he like and fell and still he's, got it. He's in for the Yamaha LCQ race, starting backwards, right? I think he's starting backwards. He said last night starting on the second row, but I think he's backwards. Maybe. Is it going to be? There's going to be two rows. That's what I don't know. That's what he said. I don't. Dude, he's gonna but, have, I mean, Steve. He's gonna have forty yeah. bikes on that supercross track. Steve also said Jason Lawrence last night has won f- five races this year. So I mean, Steve doesn't really know what the hell he's talking about half the time. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's I, I got on to Steve a little bit too last night about the uh, the cup press conference because that was on him a little bit. And he, he legitimately didn't know. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, okay, we don't have a whole lot of time. Like I said, it's almost time to go into. Justin Cooper. So, anything, what stood out though to you? Like again, Jason Anderson, right? Fifth win of the year. It's it just that what could have been, man. When I think back, like the little well, things that happened to him, like I feel like he probably could be. I don't. I shouldn't say should be, but he could easily be the points leader right now. Yeah. Well, like like I was saying on the beginning, well, when we were talking about pre-show, yeah, I was saying that this kind of feels like how the 2018 championship went for. Jason Anderson, that whole he was the most consistent one that whole season. He had a couple of wins, which he's had more wins this season than he did that season. And Tomac was the one that had the couple of mistakes and a couple of DNFs that just put him without of out of reach for the championship. But he was clearly probably the faster guy. The whole everybody would say that he was faster than Tomac. I mean, faster than Anderson this this season. There's you could argue that Anderson for the majority would be considered each each and week in week out probably faster than Tomac a lot of the yeah, weekends. Yeah, a lot of the times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you would could say like he was faster, and so I think their roles kind of reversed. Where I think from eighteen, yeah, from eighteen, and I I think that you know a couple of things go different, and 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 Anderson would definitely have been right there. I think without the the DNF in Detroit, it was, he starts pulling off a couple of these wins and Tomac couldn't have dropped to seventh in that point that if he had done that this weekend without that DNF at Detroit that Anderson had, then there's, there's no, there, that would have made the points battle. What? Like eight, nine points going in the last two rounds. Yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It would have been, it would have been a, be a, been a It should be a lot closer. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of a bummer that it turned out the way it did. Uh, anyway, we need to get to Justin Cooper. We need to go first commercial break before we do. I want to give a quick shout out to Mike at Moto tape. Uh, hooked me up, sent me some stuff oh, about yeah, YZ250. 
I did so, that. I did that with my wife's dude. I just use uh, skateboard grip tape. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You can do that. But he he sent me some of their pre cut stuff, motor That's tape. Nice. So I appreciate Mike for uh, dude. It's really <laughs> it's pretty cool. People giving you stuff like for dude. I know. Like they just like it's it's pretty neat. Um, yeah. Like we oh we'll, we'll talk about the other stuff at the end of the show. Got to go. Be back with Justin Cooper. What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Entertown. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeastUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Moto S. Pajo Senya. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal, but thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers, such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, as well as 2017 Works and Hair and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hair and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand Goggles. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to be best dressed, I wear X-Brand Goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm. For almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand Goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to EKSBrand.com or email DarksideMX3 at AOL.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then you. If you're looking for top quality hard parts, you need to visit Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the Moto X Pod Show. Find the flow with Torque One Racing handlebars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and grips. Torque One Racing is the title sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show, so support those who support us. Visit TorqueOneRacing.com and order your Defy Lock On Grips today. Are you tired of your bike looking stock? Have you had enough of arm pump from inferior handlebars? Are you sick of losing the race on the last lap because you can't hold on to your old worn out grips? If you've had any of these things happen, you don't have to be the laughing stock of your moto group anymore. Today, the Moto X Pod Show is here with the solution of all your problems. Torque One Racing. Torque One is an organization founded by individuals with passion above and beyond for the racing industry. Their mission is to provide high-quality, economical performance parts for your dirt bike, quad, and street bike. From the attack handlebar, defy lock-on grips, vengeance levers, and more, their products are made to the highest of quality, the lightest in weight, and most importantly, affordability to their customers. They bring passion, commitment, energy, focus, enthusiasm, and ambition to their products. And most of all, they are an experienced organization that has come together from other organizations to bring you the best of the best. Visit them at TorqueOneRacing.com. That's T-O-R-C-1 Racing.com. 
and be sure to follow them on Instagram and Facebook. All right, guys, our first guest of the night. He's on the line tonight. He's brought to you by Racetech Suspension. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning gold valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Visit Racetech.com for more info and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Tonight, Racetech brings us star Yamaha, Justin Cooper, dude. What's going on, man? Yeah, just uh, getting back into the swing of things, obviously, here, so... uh... Yeah, that's been exciting, and just just really glad to be back. So, yeah, I saw you uh, made a post about it. You made a post the other day. It said ninety three days off the bike. That's that's a long. Well, I've been off the bike a lot longer than that, but for you, that sucks. Yeah, but it, to be honest, it should have been way longer. Oh yeah, um, it should have been five to six months. But we uh, found the right doctor, and you know, got you know a bunch of opin- opinions on it, like the injury itself, and. We went with this doctor that uh, kind of teaches it across the country, and uh, he was able to do kind of an external kind of surgery. So I have nothing left in my foot, hardware wise. So it's just a normal foot again, but it is it is a slow injury to come back from. I thought uh, it'd be a little bit quicker once I got back on the bike, but I'm still I haven't even gotten rid of my limp yet. So oh wow. Been, it's been tough in that part, but it's nice that I've pretty much got my fitness back. So that's been uh, super surprising to me. I've been working really hard off the bike before yeah. I got back riding. But yeah, now all the pieces are back together. And um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of work on the bike. So it's it's been fun. So you broke, uh, or you broke and dislocated four metatarsals. Tell me what metatarsals are, what they do. If you yeah, know. So the, meta, the metatarsals, the, the center of your foot is a bunch of bone there. And then you have the metatarsals that are basically your fingers, but on your feet. Okay. So they, they run up to the toes and yeah, there's five of them there. And there's a couple knuckles on the way up, obviously into the toes, but those are all the metatarsals and where they connect to the center of the foot that basically it, they shifted to the right. So it broke off from the middle of the foot and they called it a less Frank injury. So I really didn't, I didn't even see anything wrong with the x-rays at first. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, okay. My whole foot's to the right. Like it, it broke off and yeah, they were all unstable. And, uh, when we got into surgery, he said they all were like, you know, just like they're all broke off. There wasn't anything left. So wow. all of them had to be stabilized. And yeah, I ended up breaking a few. I had a few fractures in the actually in the middle of my foot as well. So overall, it was like nine or 10 bones that had to be, uh, yeah, reconstructed. So Jeez. it was basically a bunch of, I couldn't even put weight on it for, I think, a total of eight weeks. So it was just a long one. I mean, uh, I'm just happy to be where I'm at now. And I think, um, you know, a couple more weeks, I think I'm going to be feeling like really good. And I think this thing's going to make a hundred percent recovery. So that's, uh, that's been the most exciting part and, uh, I'm looking forward to how it's going to feel in like a month's time. Yeah. I'll bet. I got one more question on this injury that I want to ask you about. So I luckily have never had, I don't remember what they call the the rods that go into your your foot or when when you break something like that. There's a term for those things. 
uh, pins. Okay, oh, they just called them pins. Okay, I thought they, I thought they had a, t- a different uh, word. The ones that come out—that's what I'm talking about, right? Those are they call those pins. Yeah. Okay. All right. So when they pull those out, like, how do they do? They thread in, like, how do they come out of your bone, out of your skin? I've always wondered, like, that. Like, I mean, what does it feel like? So they can do it two ways. Okay. I I broke my hand about uh probably like ten years ago. Yeah. And I got five pins in in my left hand through the knuckles, and those they basically when they're ready to come out after like everything's stable, like five to six weeks, they grab a, some pliers and they break it free by wiggling it, and then they can just slide out. It feels pretty weird, but you know, not painful or anything like that. It's just a little bit cringy i guess feeling. okay yeah like just uh, so like, i i would think yeah. it'd almost be like turn your stomach like you almost want to throw up but don't maybe yeah you don't want to look really it's uh <laughs> they have to pull on them pretty hard but they they end up just sliding out once once they get like loosened up and free so i thought that was what was going to go on for my for my foot so i was like oh this will be no big deal and then so i go in to get them removed and there's the external fixation so they they like Allen key, like the top pieces out. So it's just 12, uh, pins left. Okay. Just sticking out of my foot. And I didn't know this, but those were threaded in. Okay. So, yeah. So I ended up, he ended up, uh, numbing it about 30 times. Like he stuck me like 30 times with a needle. Yeah, okay. I'm with you. So, yeah. So he's like, all right, that'll be the hard part. And I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> So then he gets a T handle, a mini T handle, and I'm like, "Oh, I didn't like." Well, at this point, I, to be honest, I wasn't watching. Sure, I was. I was just lying back, and you know, I knew it'd be over pretty soon. <laughs> but yeah, he, I felt him crank on it, and it kind of like. So when he like, they're obviously they've been in there for like eight weeks. So when he breaks them loose to the left, it it sent like a shock through my foot and I ended up like, it was like almost like when someone hits your knee and it like kicks, yeah. it was kind of like that. So <sighs> my dad goes, Oh, I didn't know they were screws. And I, then I heard that and I kind of freaked out. <laughs> do you, do you, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah it wasn't comfortable, but it was like three minutes long and he uh, was able to get them out pretty quick. You need to call Mohead in with, with his, with his toolkit. Straight up, it was it was pretty crazy. But, oh, uh, God, that sounds so it was, bad. It was a good. I wouldn't have done it any other way. It was a, it was a great surgery, yeah. and for what it was, fixator. I think is what I was what I was thinking of when you said pins. Like I think I guess that whole contraption. I think that's what they call it. Something like that. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, of. external fixator. That's that's what I was. Yeah, thinking there was of. like three of them. Yeah. Oof, man. All right, go ahead, Scotty. All righty. So with this break from being in the spotlight, you know, and all of the drama that comes with being a part of a supercross championship does does that kind of has that given you like a like a relief and like a a way to like kind of reset mentally or is do you feel like you've got like a fresh start coming back out of this yeah so i haven't missed a race since 2018 so this was like you know i've been doing all this racing for these last three or four years the nations all that kind of stuff and i i've really only gotten like two weeks at a time off the bike on the off season. And it's really like looking, I guess when I got hurt, I was like, the only good thing that's going to come out of this is I'm going to get a break. 
and I've I've been like last year I was in a pressure situation with being in both championships and it felt like every race I had to be you know consistent and upfront so that played a, a big toll mentally for me and I, I never really got a break from I didn't really get to enjoy it as much as I needed to to uh be having fun with it yeah not that i wasn't having fun but it was just too much too much pressure every every single weekend so a lot to think about a lot of a lot of work to do and just i've been able to kind of reset and you know just coming back to riding now it's been it's been so much fun because i'm just building now and there's no there's no real pressure there so uh it's it's been really fun coming back that's good to hear, man, because, uh, you know, like last year, right, outdoor, you win the championship in Supercross, get second in outdoors, uh, kept it really close, and now we're going back into outdoors. Like, I mean, you got to be revitalized, refreshed. I mean, having the time off, you know, it's not ideal, but, you know, long-term, I mean, I was going to say this in a minute, but you got engaged, right? So, like, your life is in a whole different place now. Yeah, it's been it's been a really good couple months. Besides uh, watching the racing, right? Yeah, Man, I, was, gonna, I, was, I was feeling yeah, I was feeling so good coming in, into the racing. I I had a really good off season, and yeah, I got hurt right the week before a one, but yeah. uh, it was it was going so good, and I felt like I was you know more prepared than I ever had been, and I was just so ready to go racing, and yeah, but. That happened, and sure. uh, all we can do is look forward to the future now. So, yeah, yeah. So you know, I was thinking like how crazy it is, how much we run on adrenaline in this sport, and like how wild adrenaline is in itself. So when when you don't have that rush for a long time, like you had, like that, you said that it's been since twenty eighteen where you haven't rode for that long. Like when you got back on the bike, did you feel like that adrenaline kind of like? You had to get used to it again to like hit you harder or like how did it kind of feel that way? Yeah, so to be honest, um I coming back, so I got on the bike April seventh and to be honest, I was just trying to get on the bike. So like I was I was literally like rolling around, like it wasn't anything crazy, but I'm getting like I'm up to speed now and now it's I'm getting that feeling back and it's, yeah, it's definitely was missed and it makes me realize how much I do love riding because of what it brings me. And, uh, yeah, but to, to start off, like the first day was, it was nothing crazy. Like yeah. I, I was, I would have got passed by vet riders. I was, just, <laughs> you know, Ooh. trying to get some seat time and get that soreness that you get, you know, when you come back. Cause I, I don't really have that much time to outdoors and yeah, it's it's tough to to be physically ready for for that kind of stuff. That yeah, racing. four weeks, I think, right? Two weeks to to Salt Lake, and then two weeks off before national. So yeah, like four weeks, I believe. Yeah, so it's coming quick. So yes. I'm glad that I've yeah I've already gotten three, I think three full weeks on the bike. So that's been uh it's been really good, and um I, it came a lot quicker than I thought. Like mm-hmm. I said, so. I'm feeling I'm feeling really really good on the bike, so it's uh it's all going well. Are you at a point where you could do a full moto, or are you still kind of building back into that and just like working on? Oh yeah, other I've been uh, I've been up to full motos and for probably like a week and a half now. So okay, good. Everything's going quicker than I thought, and you know I couldn't be happier with that. So but it was uh go ahead. I was just, I, I was interrupting. So now I finished what you're saying. I'm sorry. 
No, I was just saying it's it's coming back way quicker. So Good. Uh, every, everything's everything's there. Uh, you mentioned having to sit at home and watch the racing, the Supercross races. Have you pretty much watched every round and followed the series so far and all the the drama as you know every year has? Yeah, it was it was a lot more entertaining in the beginning, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was it's, it's thinned out quite a bit. So yeah. I like now, like I'll just hang out around the house and I'll I'll just have it on in the background. I okay, don't, I don't watch it too crazy, but yeah, in the beginning, I was I was definitely keeping a close eye on it. Yeah, hopefully, if everything goes well, your your teammate Christian's gonna wrap this thing up. Be nice this weekend. Uh, I would guess more than likely it goes to the final round, but as long as he plays it smart uh star's gonna get him another one yeah they're they're definitely good at that and, and the 451 uh, yeah that's uh eli's definitely i think uh on his way and he's uh cruising it in for sure he's definitely not taking the risk and yeah christian has a good good gap as well so it'll be interesting to see what what he chooses to do here in denver yeah, I'm curious, too, whether he kind of plays it safe and just smart, which I think he will, but you never know, man. You get out there and race, and adrenaline gets going. And, and we always hear, right, as media and fans, like, you know, you can't really back it down at your level. You can't really back it down and play it safe too much because that's when you start making mistakes because you're not really – that's you know, you're not you're, – the bike's not set up, and you're not used to riding at a slower pace. It's like you really just need to keep doing what you do. Yeah, and once you go slower, then you start thinking about it more, yep. and the race goes by slower. So, but I can't, I can't speak much because last year I <laughs> I cruised it on home. Sure, yes, and, you uh, did. Yeah, yeah. I I was actually going there to win, and then as soon as um, Hunter took me off the track in the first turn in the heat race, yep. my mind just went into full <laughs> protective mode, and I was like, you know what, this isn't worth it. I'm just gonna ride around in yeah, place. yeah. That's smart, man. Uh, I do want to ask you, we mentioned Eli, but really, who cares about Eli, man? Our, your boy, Josh. Josh is going to, Josh Ellingson's more than likely going to get him a 450 championship after coming off the 250 championship with you last year. Stoked for that yeah, guy. That's, that's, uh, that's pretty good. I mean, you can't ask for much more as far as uh, that goes, 250 and then back-to-back yeah. championships in the 450 class, so. That's uh yeah he deserves it he's hard worker and uh, yeah that dude never never isn't trying for his rider so it's uh it's cool to see for him he definitely deserves it yeah he he clearly I mean if I look at the results I mean I think the success is because of Josh Justin I mean I don't know I mean look Eli didn't win a championship last year he comes over he gets Josh the mechanic he wins a championship you got yeah, Josh last ninety percent yeah. mechanic, ten percent rider. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> we'll 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 cut that clip and send it to Josh. But go ahead, Scotty. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So so Justin, when game planning for this outdoor season that's coming up, you know, obviously you're gonna have to get, kind of give yourself a couple of races to you know shake the rust off. Um, do you like if you could get to what round? Like how many? Like if you could say you get to round four, round five. Like what round do you think that if you get to that point with maybe a couple of podiums, a couple of top fives. Do you give yourself a chance at like maybe going after the title? I think, uh, I think round one. Nice. There we go. Yeah, there we go. I've, I've been, uh, I've been on the couch too long. So yeah, yeah no, I, I mean, I, you got to expect, expect uh, a little bit of rust, but you know, um, it, it has been a while since uh, Hangtown, so we'll we'll see how it goes. I might try to hit a hit a race in these next couple of weeks and uh, get a good drop in. But 
I think I'll, I'll be fine. I mean, I'm riding with my teammates every day. And, yeah. You know, they're all they're all pushing. So same old, same old for me. Um, I mean, I don't know. A couple more riders isn't going to make that much of a difference. We're all pushing each other each day. And I guess it is just practice, but uh, done a lot of races. So, yeah, I should be just fine. You talking about like going to like a local race and just line it up? Yeah, I was thinking about it. That'd but. be cool. Dude, that, that'd be really sick. Dude, yeah. Uh, if there's a local one by me, I would definitely I would definitely hit it. But uh, it's got to be, obviously, a little bit bigger of a race. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to go and, and race some vet riders. Oh, come on, man. Us vets, man, we'll, we're, we're, we'd love to race against Justin Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> like, probably lap me three times in a four-lap <laughs> race, but that'd be all right. Yeah, yeah. I just need maybe some gate jobs. Yeah, but. I hear you. Yeah. That's cool. We'll see. We'll see. I think I'll be just fine. Yeah, I think so too. I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait for outdoors. It's like me and Daniel Blair were just talking. It was like, all right, this, this supercross season went really fast. It always does, but like it's time. We're ready for outdoors. Yeah, everyone always is after, sure. you know, when there's like a couple of rounds left of supercross, everyone's like, all right, let's get outdoors. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, our sport is, comes off as kind of like an individual sport, but really there's so much to the, background and the teams and people that are around you and part of your program and i just kind of wanted to ask you like who who would you say has been the most influential person in your career so far um i'd have to say i mean swanee's been with me from the beginning i'd be uh that'd be one of them and if i had to pick another it would have been will uh will han was he kind of took me you know, under his wing mm-hmm. for the first few years, I actually lived with him too. And he was a team manager. So yeah, he's taught me a lot and he's, he definitely helped me progress through the pro ranks. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Both Will's those good guys people. have been, uh, been really good. Awesome. Well, Justin, man, great. Uh, you got anything else, Scotty? Okay. okay. Uh, Justin, man, really appreciate you, uh, taking some time for us tonight. Uh, really looking forward to you getting back out there and seeing you back at the races. Um, it's yeah, it's, we've missed you this year, man, and took away took away from some of the excitement and the talent out of the, the competition with you not being there. But glad you're back and feeling better. Yeah, it'll be a uh, four short weeks, and I'll yeah. be seeing you guys at the races. Sounds good, Justin. Thanks so much for your time tonight, man. No problem. Thank you, guys. All right, see ya. All right, thanks to Justin Cooper for coming on. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Him and Colt both coming back soon. Uh, should be ready for outdoors, yeah, Scotty. The, you know, that's. I don't want to take anything away from anybody this Supercross season, but man, those there's a lot of good guys missing. Like, I, oh, of course, I'm excited. I hope that they're all ready to go, including uh, J-Mart supposed to be ready. Mm-hmm. So, like J-Mart, McAdoo, I, and Colt. I mean, when's the last time we talked about Colt Nichols? You know, like yeah, that's why I reached out to him. I actually reached out to him. Um, like when you said Sunday, we had Jay Coop on the yeah. Jay Coop on the show tonight, I was like, oh yeah, he does. You yeah. Know? And so I and I also that's kind of why I wanted to ask him. And it was cool that I didn't realize that it had been so long since he'd had that break. And I right. I think those guys need that sometimes. I think I think you kind of saw a little bit of that with Austin Fortner. You know, obviously he's had breaks from injuries previously, but it was clear that 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 little bit of a break gave him a little bit of a mental reset. And like he came out, you know, he was good in uh, Atlanta and then he won here. And so I hope I, I know we know Justin Cooper's capable of doing all oh, that. Yeah. So yeah, I, mean, yeah. I don't be surprised if he comes in and just starts rattling off some motos, you know, like, no, I, mean, I mean, he was what second last year, you know, just had some issues that, you know, I mean, he was right there. So, yeah. 
Uh, it, yeah, and like I said, I reached out to Colt on Sunday to come on the show tonight, and he got back with me late today and was like, yeah, I can do it, but he was busy all week, and so he didn't get back to me until I'd already re- kind of redone the schedule. So Colt's going to be on next week. So, yeah, we'll have both those guys on, and, I, I mean, hell, maybe I'll reach out to Jmar. We'll get all the star guys on. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually hit up Christian. I wanted Christian to come on just for a few minutes because I wanted to see what his mindset was leading into this week. Uh, he did not respond at all. So, yeah, that's probably Nick. Nick's doing over there at Moda Limited. Nick kind of probably, you know, put the kibosh on the – he's got control of the Christian Craig uh, family yeah. a little bit. Right. Yeah. His uh, – he he sleeps under the bed at the Craig household. <laughs> Creepy Nick. <laughs> he is yeah. all he's all about some Craig, bro. He, he's all he's all about one of the Craigs. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't do that with anything. No, no, you uh, never you would never really you, you would never about. do that at all. Nope, not me. I'm just waiting for Nick to respond now because I'm sure he's he was listening a little while ago. But um, yeah, so we got Austin Forkner coming up. What else we need to touch on? We we were hinting at something, and I've already lost my train of thought. Yep, I did too. Um, Man, we're so organized. What about, uh, the, what about these expert goggles? I was going to say, dude, you, you needed the. It's it's got the nose protector on it. You definitely needed that at Foxborough this week, and all those dang rocks. I can't believe more guys weren't rocking hand guards. I was too. That was yeah. It was like you could if you could see it on TV, you know it's bad. <sighs> yeah, somebody. On maybe the review show, yeah, I think it was a review show, and Weed was like, "Oh, it didn't look that bad on TV. You couldn't really tell." And I was like, "Where are you watching it?" it I, I could, awful. you could visibly see it. Yeah, and like Kristen oh. Beat pulled up the, a, a pebble during the race day live, and it was it was supposed to be a pebble, but it was like the size of her fist. Did, did you not? Did I'm surprised we haven't talked about this yet. Like, I went to go rewatch the the like I watched it originally, and then I went to go rewatch it and forgot there was no sound. On the 250 class. Yeah. The whole, how, how did we not figure it out the whole race? They like, did. They knew. Like, they just couldn't fix it? They couldn't without without disrupting the audio on NBC. Because NBC had audio. Peacock did not. Oh. If they had reset the, the problem, it, yeah. it might have shut like, it all down. Oh, yeah. dude. I was like, yeah, they really, knew. guys? Really? Yeah, it, they knew. But it, whatever, it was something with, yeah, something technical that I don't understand with the switching or whatever. And it just, yeah, they they knew, but they couldn't. They couldn't take the chance of, of it shutting down NBC, you know, a network. Yeah, because they were yeah because they were doing it live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's, yep. yeah. Daniel said his phone got blowed. Well, up. I don't even record it on in my on on the actual NBC Sports Channel because I just know how we have it on Peacock. But mm-hmm. yeah, I guess I should back I it, it up now, cool, man. I like I like hearing the uh, I like hearing. I couldn't the I couldn't sounds. stay focused. It was cool, but I couldn't stay focused on it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I dug it. You kind of hear Dan Hubbard and Kristen in the background. Yeah, you could and, you could hear that. But I dug the sounds. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I was all right with it. So, but yeah, right, two to go, man. Yeah, we're uh, Denver coming up. The L- Yamaha LCQ uh, challenge on Friday. That's going to be pretty cool. We kind of touched on it a little bit ago. I really do wish I was going this weekend. I want to see it bad. I, I will say, and you know, this might some people might disagree with this, but I I think that the last uh, East West shootout. I think I really I would say Jet needs to win that to kind of really, dude. I mean, everybody in that class I don't fell think out. He's gonna give a shit. He's gonna be like my championships won. No, I get it, but I like. I don't think he'll care. I, I like. I would be. I almost feel like he'd be like, "Yeah, I'm not even racing. I'm just gonna chill out, right for outdoors." I mean, he will probably, but I. What's the point? Yeah, I just. I think it would make it. It would solidify in my head that you know, like if he just went out and won one. 
Yeah, maybe. I mean, Austin's going to want it, and, and you know, I don't think Christian's going to give a shit either. Christian's he's going to care about the championship because I I think it's going to be tough to wrap up this weekend. Um, ready for some championship after parties though. Yeah, so you can go stand around and not drink. I, uh, who says I'm not? Gonna, what if I did? What if I want to drink? Oh, take some Jaeger. You, you take a Jaeger shot? Sure. No, I just don't drink much, but I mean, yeah. like, I really. Well, I, I, I didn't even. I've never heard you have yeah. any inclination. I mean, it's, not like, of, it's not something I really like. I go, oh, I want to go get drink drink tonight, but yeah, we're out hanging out at you know all the after parties. I mean, shit, you know, I mean, gonna have a good time in Salt Lake, even though everything closes down at eleven o'clock. The races are over at ten. Everything everything closes at eleven. There, uh, everything, yeah, no more. The bars, everything closes down at eleven o'clock. Salt Lake City, Mormon, Mormons, yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know exactly what's what the championship parties are going to look like, but um, hopefully there'll be something fun going on. Well, It'll didn't they kind of already there. have one? Didn't they? Or they just did a little celebration in the locker room. Are you talking about like the actual yeah, teams? monster, the, the monster and the Red Bull parties? Like, oh, okay. Because yeah. Monster's going to do one if Christian wins, obviously for him and Eli. Yeah, that'll be. And then good. Red Bull will do one for Jet. So yeah. They do those every year at the after the final round. Yeah, that would be yeah. Because last cool. year Coopers was there at Salt Lake and they uh, they figured it out. I mean, I think they had to pull some strings because the bar was like, "No, we close and can't do anything." But they figured it out. So uh, there'll be something going on. But yeah, yeah it's a bunch of us going to be. Like, Nick's going to be going and Triple J and I think Toolman Dan. And, you know, we're going to have yeah, that'll be awesome. have some fun. It's going to be a good time, and you know, we'll have something to talk about <laughs> the following Monday, yeah. Tuesday. A little on the you, show. You need to make sure you get uh, what is what is that the hangover stuff? Oh, from Steve. Yeah, yeah, dude. I tell you what. Just speaking of stuff getting from Steve, which this didn't really come from Steve, but it kind of comes from being part of Pulp. I hit up Paul Parabinos yesterday. I was like, "Hey, man, I know I probably waited too long. I really want a pair of those purple handlebars." And he's like, well, if you come to California, I'll give you a pair. But he said, I really don't have any way to ship them to you. Just that they're in, you know, because he's working at home. He said, I don't have packaging or anything like that. Like, we're just not set up like that. I was like, well, I'm coming to California in two weeks to ride my YZ250 here in three weeks. So I think I'm going to get a pair of those purple bars. Dude, your bike's going to be so trick. Well, the, the bike's going to have fast company handlebars. That's yeah. What, that's like something that's, that Kiefer worked out. You know, if it was our sponsors, I'd put Torque One bars on there. Yeah. But this is all stuff through Kiefer. Like, that's why it's going to have decal works graphics for a few days until I get it home. And I'll put Mermelords on it. But this is all stuff through Kiefer. So it's going to have fast company bars on it to begin with. And that's cool. I mean, I, I've never used them. I appreciate that. So, but yeah, once they get home, it, our sponsor stuff will probably go on there. But I want some purple bars to just, even if I don't use them right away, I wanted a set just in case they don't make more. I think they will because they were so yeah, they, popular. They looked cool though. But I was like, man, I know I wait. Because he, he kind of mentioned on Pulp a couple weeks ago when he was in, Kiefer was in studio, and I think Steve said, somebody said, oh, is he going to get some of those purple bars? And Kiefer was like, oh, no. But Paul's like, oh, I could probably hook him up. And I didn't yeah. want to, I didn't really want to take him up on it. I was like, ah, so many people are asking for handlebars from him. Yeah. Purple bars. And I, and I kept like, I kept thinking about it all the time for like two weeks. And finally, I think it was yesterday or the day before, I hit him up and he's like, yeah, man, I got you. You know, just, but you got to, got to come get them basically yeah he's like if you come to paula or something for a national I'm like, mm, not doing that maybe the final one but not the first one but i will be at kefers so yeah I mean, so. it's crazy how like how our where our sports at right now because like this I, I know that those bars like already sold out so like yeah, if yeah. people are 
listening and involved and you know and out there and it's it's cool to see the sport kind of you know we i know it was a free race this weekend but we kind of saw it this week i mean that there was so many people that were out there giving it a shot and it was it was just cool to be it was cool to be a part of something that was just that big like it was you know every class was full there was heat races yeah very cool it was just cool to see that that does still exist in this sport i thought i would never see something like that again I am opening your GoFundMe because when I looked a minute ago, oh, you're at $15. So somebody gave you 10 bucks. Hey, that's $15 more than I had. I'm not really sure that I I don't have access. Oh, Garrett Rockley. Thanks, G-Rock. Garrett Garrett's Rockley. always got my back. Yeah. Garrett, Garrett Rockley. You He's go, cool. Garrett, Garrett yeah. hooked you up with 10 bucks. Sweet. So you are now $15 towards your $8,000. <laughs> I don't know why you put $8,000 gold on there. Like, is that just to buy a new bike? I guess <laughs> I mean, it's not to redo your mo- your engine. No, it's not. I, there's still there's. There, I right, I'll I'll figure it out. It's That's funny. Like, I'll get through it. That I, that actually might screw you down. When people are like, uh, you blew up your top end. Like you're trying to get enough to buy. Just buy. I don't know. Bike. Yeah, like That's I said, funny. I didn't. I didn't make the GoFundMe. Sure, you didn't. I really didn't. It's, nah, it says you didn't, but I just, was that Spencer? Yeah, I yeah. Spent, my buddy Spencer did it. I don't know why he put eight thousand dollars on there, but maybe he was just shooting for the stars. <laughs> All right, let's take a commercial break. We'll be back with Austin Portner. If you're like most racers, you've dreamed about riding a works bike with all the trick parts. Since 1989, Works Connection has been producing works like products for the general public. When Steve Lampson and Team Peak Split Fire Pro Circuit used Works Connection in 1990, they quickly gained a reputation for quality that the pros would use. Three decades later, the company is still known as the leader in quality, innovation, and customer satisfaction. The industry standard pro launch start device is used by many of the teams, such as Factory, HRC Honda, Star Yamaha, Pep Suzuki, and many more. Whole shot specialist Vince Furries, as well as Jet Lawrence, Eli Tomac, and Chase Sexton all trust Works Connection to get them to the front. And don't forget, you can also get the Elite Clutch Perch, Radiator Braces, Engraved Master Cylinder Covers, and much more at WorksConnection.com. Use promo code MOTOXPOD20 to save at checkout. Works Connection, the choice of champions. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGB suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine is super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys around Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Morans, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance products. 
definitely check them out. Hey guys, this is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously it's great people around, and I've uh, been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. When choosing goggles, we all know you have a lot of choices. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the preferred goggles for many of the top privateers, including Kyle Chisholm, Ryan Brees, Ben LeMay, and top GNCC riders like Craig DeLong. X-Brand is the result of years of knowledge from former Honda HRC test rider Rich Taylor and his dad, Hook Taylor. Whether you're leading the pack or getting blasted with roofs, X-Brand can stand up to the abuse. You can visit EKSBrand.com to see all X-Brand offers. From the unparalleled Lucid Extreme Definition Optics Goggle with the Wave Latch Quick Release Lens System and 4-Layer Factory Foam to the EKSS and the Flat Out Series, you will find a goggle to meet your needs at a price point you'll love. Check your local dealership for X-Brand goggles distributed through WPS. If you want comfort, style, and performance as well as hashtag clear vision, then you want X-Brand. Choose X-Brand because we said so and we're hot. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Only an idiot would not rush down to their local WPS dealer to check out the complete line of 2022 Fly Racing products. So if you don't want to be an idiot... Stop acting like an idiot. You're the idiot. Don't be an idiot. Changed my life. Then rush down right now. Of course, obey the speed limits. The need to get your hands on a Formula helmet will not get you out of a ticket. Once you get there, ask to see everything Fly Racing offers, from the Evolution DST to the light racewear to the kinetic lines. They have a gear line to fit your needs. Fly Racing has been developing and innovating its gear line since 1998. Just ask current riders Zach Osborne, RJ Hampshire, Carson Mumford, and the beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw. Don't forget about their women's and youth lines and the all-new Zone Pro goggle worn by Justin Brayton, Shane McElrath, Max Anstey, and Joey Sabachi. Again, visit your local shop and support your WPS rep today. Check out flyracing.com for all they offer. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, what, what was that? It's the Supercross guy voice. No. No, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, built performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, higher rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like... If you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at camdesigner or you can even email them at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams Moto and then W-E-R-X at gmail.com. Okay, that's better. Not good, but better. Scotty T here from the Moto X Pod Show with another fantastic product from Burn Motorsports. It's Shock Socks, the number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. No one likes having leaky fork seals. With Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. 
Check your local dealer or go to the BurrMotorsports.com webpage. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of shock socks today. All right, next up, brought to you by a Cherubies USA. Our title sponsor for decades of Cherubies USA has been the leader in moto plastic accessories. With products that fit perfect, look great, and last, Cherubies has what you need. They are proud sponsors of Factory, KTM, Kawasaki, and many more. Whether it's full plastic kits, individual pieces, hand guards, chain guards, and sliders, or anything else they offer, visit acherubiesusa.com. Tonight, a Cherubies USA brings us our 250 winner from Foxborough. He's back, Austin Forkner. What's up, bud? Yeah, how's it going? It's going good, man. So, two races back, kind of, you did some ass kicking. Uh, I know Atlanta didn't finish how you wanted, but I think you proved you still got the speed, and then you go out and win. Just talk about how that feels to come back and have two pretty successful races, in my opinion. Yeah, no, it was it was good. I was, uh, Atlanta, I mean, I like, I pretty much proved everything I needed to, to myself anyway, in the, in the heat race, like, okay, like I'm still, you know, I, I'm good. I will really, I proved where I, I was where I needed to be after practice. Yeah. You know, I was, oh, yeah. I was qualified second. I was right up there with jet. Like everything was like, I was good. Like, I was like, all right, cool. Like I'm, I'm fine. Um, and then heat race just kind of, you know, even further, I guess, prove that to myself. And then, the main was going well. I really didn't ride that great in the beginning of the main, but uh, it it started going well. Like I got up into fourth, and it was um, uh, Lawrence, um, Craig, Shimoda, and me. Like within like two seconds, at right. like probably six or seven minutes in, and I was like, ah, perfect. I was like, I'm right, right where I needed to be, and then ended up falling, and then just couldn't. Couldn't really get back in the flow after that. Made some more little mistakes, like nothing bad. Just missed a couple rhythms and stuff and got seven. So I was pretty not happy about that. Like I was like, damn, like I did so good in the heat and then just kind of blew it in the main. So um, not that I really, I mean, I already like wanted to come back and make a point over the last couple of races that I should have been up there all season, but. Um, that I guess just added a little bit more fuel to the fire. So yeah. this weekend I really, uh, came out swinging fastest in both qualifying sessions. Um, he race was rough, but, uh, yeah, we're going to get to that. Than, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> other than that, uh, uh main was, was solid. So, uh, like I was, I was happy with that. Really happy with that. Yeah. You mentioned, um, I think in the post race interview, I think it was where it was, but you said like you were thinking about like wondering during this off or during the injury like maybe i don't have any more right like that's a, you, you, the all you riders have these dark thoughts that go through your mind when things aren't going how you plan how you expect rj just told us a, a few weeks ago that like it was a dark time and then all of a sudden he got the win you know and like okay i can do this um so like are those those feelings legitimately going through your mind like man maybe i'm not the same rider i was and then how does that shift once you come back and realize okay i'm okay well, those, like, those don't just happen. That Those haven't didn't just start, I guess. Yeah. And, well, really, really, I guess um, they uh, more so were, like, last season um, were those thoughts. And then um, th- this season I came out and was good the first race, even good the second race. So I was kind of like, all right, like, yeah, like, I- I'm still – up there but definitely after last uh, outdoor season and just last season i mean i had a good first supercross race but then uh crashed at the second one and um, then was out before the third one even started so i 
really didn't. And I, I guess it's pretty much the same story this year, but I just, I don't know. Something was different this year. Like I just knew, I guess this year that I was like, all right, I'm like, I'm good. You know, like, yeah. like I'm, I'm fine. So those thoughts, I guess, weren't quite as strong. I, the, I like, yeah, I, what you're talking about is like, um, just kind of the, like, look, I, I, I don't know actually how long it's been since I, I guess my last win would have been Salt Lake yep. during COVID and June, 20, June 14th, June 14th, 2020. 2020. Okay. All right. Well then, uh, so it's been almost, almost two, two years. Yep. So, uh, that's, uh, you start to wonder in that <laughs> amount of time, like, is, sure. uh, not, not that I couldn't win just like, like, man, like, am am I, like, I needed to put it together. Like, okay. Like, okay. Do I still, am I still that, like, am I still that guy? You know, do I still have that raw speed? Like you just start to question things like when it, when it's that long and more, it was more so not really questioning my ability, um, on the bike. I know I can ride it dirt bike really well, but just, um, more so like when, there's a difference between racers and practicers. Um, and I, I always grew up a racer. Like I could ride and practice and not be that spectacular. But then when the gate dropped, I was always a top guy. Um, and, but I, I wasn't really hurt that much in amateurs also, you know, I would get do a collarbone every now and then or something like that, but I would never had kind of some long, long term injuries that really take you off the bike. Right. Um, right. And I have had that over the past few years. And so when you're not racing, you just, you just, you miss all of that. Like at the practice tracks, I'm fine. Like I'm good. And at the races, not that I'm not good, but just like some, like handling some of the nerves, um, the, the, how the track changes more because there's more than just a few people on the track, how everything's just a little bit steeper, how you push just a little bit harder, how you you know, racing in front of the, the fans and the, the, cr- the crowd and you hear the announce, just everything that is racing comes into play when practicing is not racing. You know, everybody's yeah. like, oh, you know, this guy looks like that's why, like, everybody's saying, oh, this guy looks really good at the practice track preseason and stuff like that. I mean, like, yeah, like it does matter. Obviously, you want to look at the practice track, but at the same time, it's like, dude. You never know until the gate drops. Like there's guys that are good in practice and there's guys that are good at races. And that's a, that's a big difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Just with, with how much racing I've missed, I've missed out on a lot of those feelings and, or even, you know, being up front, handling the pressure from guys behind you, you know, how you ride the last few laps when the track's getting sketchy and, and maybe you got somebody just a couple seconds behind you and you start to, you know, think like, Oh, you know, okay. Okay. Don't mess up. You know, if you last, you know, <laughs> yeah. all the feelings and all the thoughts and everything that comes along with racing, I've been missing out on. So it's more so like my, that when I said like, I'm, you know, doubted, it's like, am I still a racer? Kind of, you know, I know I can ride a dirt bike really well but can I race a dirt bike really well? You know, that, that was kind of what I, what I meant by that. And it's, you know, with as much racing as I've missed out on, it's kind of like you, you start to, I started to, I guess, notice things like that. Things that I didn't notice whenever I was racing more and more and more, maybe like how I felt on the starting line or how I felt in the staging area before, how I handled the nerves, 
just stuff like that. I started to notice the less and less I raced, the more, I guess, harder of a time I had with some of that stuff. Yeah, um, that makes tons of sense. Yeah. So, you know, that's um, that's what I meant by that was just that am I still a racer? And, and I, I, you know, I, it's, it's not like I, I didn't, I guess, doubt myself a lot. Like I, I was still as confident in myself, but it was like the, it's not like I think that all the time. It's just every now and then, you know, those yeah. thoughts come to mind. Human, know, yeah, hard, human nature. Yeah, exactly, yep. exactly. You know, you, you always tend to, as humans, basically, a lot of the time we tend to think negative. Of course, like yeah. It, so, it's, so it's hard to not, you know, you can shut those thoughts out as much as you can, much as you can, but, you know. You they, have creep, a, they creep a in. Bad, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, kind of, you know, a little bit to extend off of that. I was listening to some race recap stuff, and there was a, a theory about how it seemed like these last two races were the first time that we've seen you maybe ride to not crash, you know, like not ride to not crash. Like you were riding to ride and riding like yourself yeah. or to not get hurt. And yeah. like, do you, do you feel like there's maybe any validity to that? Like maybe subconsciously that's kind of what you were just talking about after that last question. It's just those thoughts that you're thinking of. Do you, do you feel like there's any truth to that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, and, and not, yeah. I mean, I guess at the first two races, I mean, you could say that I was riding to not crash and, more so i would i would more so say that i was just taking what the race gave me at those, I like that not yeah not not really riding not to crash just riding within you know definitely within my limits you know like within my limits hey if if the race like it the you know the um the first moto of that triple crown like look i you know made quick work of of cameron and styles they kind of got together and i got them both quick and and they didn't catch me. Like if, if something like that kind of presented itself, then look, I'm, I'm going to take advantage of it. But if, if, you know, I like in the second one, you know, I, Cameron was a little bit faster than me in the whoops. And I, you know, at that time I wasn't willing to go faster than that in the whoops. Like I needed to, I guess, to beat him that race. Right. And so right. I took what it gave me, you know? So that's, um, I guess a little bit just kind of, a little bit just different of a mindset I came in, uh, with this year. So I guess, um, it, it, <laughs> I don't think really it's, it's that it's just like, okay, the first race at Atlanta, then the heat race, I just felt really good on the track. I felt I was pushing. I was even when Robbie, why he came back and he was like, you didn't even look like you were trying that hard but you were just reeling those guys in like seconds and seconds a lot faster and i was like yeah i mean like i was trying hard but it wasn't like i was riding like over like it wasn't like i was you know just said screw it basically yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm doing, you know i'm throwing caution to the wind type right. of thing and then this in the main event i just wasn't quite as comfortable so i wasn't quite as fast you know that that's just kind of how it how like i was still good and i was still up there but you know, I wasn't seconds faster than everybody, even in the other heat. Like I was like two seconds faster than, than everybody in the heat races. Like right, I was yeah, just kind of on another level yeah. in the heats. But then in the main, the track was a little rougher, a little more rutted. I wasn't quite as comfortable. And I was, you know, I, you know, I just wasn't as much faster than everybody else, you know? And then this weekend, um, I was just comfortable in the, in the, in the main, you know, I, I never, I never, felt like i even though i if i i may have gotten a little 
if it looked like I, I never felt like I got sketchy, never felt like I was riding over my head. I was really just comfortable on that track all day. You know, I was just comfortable even in, um, you know, in qualifying, never really made them. I think I, I jumped and brushed a tough block in free practice. And that was, that was it. Like I was just comfortable all day. So honestly, I, I I wouldn't even say so much. I, I, I get what you're saying and I get how it looks like that, but I think it's, it's more so just when I feel comfortable and when I don't, because I still just that, that overall mindset that I kind of came in with, with this year, just kind of, okay, take what each race gives you. Look, if I feel comfortable that night, like I did last weekend, I'm going to go to the front, you know, doesn't matter where I start. I'm going to make my way to the front. If I don't feel as comfortable, then I'm going to take a third. I'm going to take what it, you know, that's so a maturity, just, man, that maturity we've yeah. been waiting on. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I get how that, how that, like, that's what it looks like. And, and it could be that way, maybe a little bit. It probably <laughs> is. Yeah. But I think that that's just comes from, you know, how comfortable I am that night, you know, how I feel on the track. If I feel that, if I feel really comfortable and I don't feel sketchy and I'm doing, you know, everything right, then of course, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, think about things less. I'm going to go faster. I'm going to look like I don't care as much because I feel comfortable, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, it, um, it definitely looked like that this yeah, weekend awesome. for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I definitely get how it can look like that, but I, I think, <laughs> I think it's mainly just that, look, I'm showing up at every race and at some races, I'm a guy that can start last and in seven minutes work my way to the front. And at other races, I'm a guy that, you know, starts third and gets third or yeah, gets yeah, fourth yeah. or, right. you know, just, that's just, I guess kind of my, my whole strategy this year was kind of just look, show up at each race, take what it gives me. That's good, if man. I fourth, yeah. If I, if I'm the, a badass, I'm the fastest in qualifying, <laughs> I'm really comfortable on the track. Everything's clicking with the bike. I'm going to win that night, Heck you know, yeah, yeah. but it's, you know, so it's just taking what it, what it gives me, which um, you know, I never planned on, you know, even on a bad night that being worse than, you know, a third or a fourth, like anything worse than that. And obviously I would have been disappointed, but yeah. like, you know, that's just kind of how was my, I guess, different maturity mindset kind of that a lot of people told me that they noticed. And I noticed in myself just after, even after I got hurt after the first couple of races. So that's, uh, I guess how, what that is. All right. I want to I want to talk to you about the heat race incident with Varese, but before we get into that, we we have this segment, and I actually already did one tonight. We it's the R Jerky Beef of the Week. It's kind of if you have a problem with somebody, you have a beef. Uh, that's presented by R Jerky, the Wageman Brothers R Jerky Company. I have a little bit of a almost had a beef with you, Austin, and and I'm going to say that maybe it was the universe giving you a little back because you were trying to catch and pass chiz and that's just not okay <laughs> all right all right well hey i mean maybe i learned my lesson there. i mean maybe, <laughs> give him a heat maybe, race. maybe i'll maybe i'll back off next time just I mean, give him a, gonna, he, he needed one win he needed that hey, I, yeah he got his heat race win we're good if it's gonna end like that i'll, I'll, I'll back <laughs> off and take a second heat race you know yeah, but no, really, walk us through your your view of that, man. I've seen. Look, I was on, I was on the Pulp Fantasy chat because I, you know, I deal with fantasy and like, there's in YouTube and all that, and there's obviously the keyboard warriors, right? Oh, Austin's an idiot, or all oh, Josh Varese is an idiot. Like, there's like multiple ways to look at it. Um, kind of just walk us through like what you saw happen and you know how it happened at race speed. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I mean, basically, it, it's kind of how it looks on TV to anybody that has a brain, really. I mean, it's anybody that knows even the slightest bit of everybody saying that yeah. either doesn't ride dirt bikes or isn't good enough to do jumps that knows that once you're in the air, you can't, you know, that you can't do anything about yeah. it. You know, what, what some guy does in front of you, that's you're along for the ride at that point. It's the same thing with what happened at Dallas. You know, I was already in the air. I was, I was a bystander at that point. You know, sure. I can try to try to maneuver the bike what I can, but there's only so much you can do. So kind of the same thing. Just, um, I mean, like at first when it happened, I was like, dude, what an idiot, you know, I was pissed, but then like, obviously, but then I, I, like, I thought about it and I was like, Hey, you know, it, it was just a racing incident. You know, he, I mean, he obviously wanted to win the heat race and he knew Chisholm was passing him and he was, he was going to go for the kill in the next turn. <laughs> you know, yeah. he was, he was going to cut, cut off that turn and try to close him off before that triple. And I didn't expect it. And I just, I was just basically following Chisholm through and, um, just took the same line as him and and as soon as i was in the air i saw him check up and go to go left and i was like uh oh yeah i was yeah, like exactly. yeah <laughs> i mean it was it wasn't really a crazy thought it was just it was pretty much the same thought i had in dallas just like oh uh <laughs> like uh -oh. Yeah. like this and it wasn't like a freak out you know what am i gonna do i can't freak out and try to do something different it was just like a oh no hope for like, the best <laughs> This is probably going to hurt. Yeah. yeah. And then hit. And then I thought I didn't, I thought right as initially that I wasn't going to clip him as, as much as I did, but he came over enough that we clipped pretty good. And, um, I ended up into the berm and that, that, Sucked. that hurt. It yes. Was, yeah. It was <laughs> that, that made me sore for sure. Yeah. And, um, uh, I just kind of, I, like pop some ribs out. I just smashed my chest into the berm and I was okay. I mean, I just took me like whenever I was laying there, a bunch of people were like, uh, they were like, Oh, we, we saw you laying there and we thought, Oh, your shoulder. That's I was what I laying on my yep. shoulder a little bit. Yep. And that's at that was, as soon as I hit, I was like, basically my first thoughts were just like, Oh no, 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 no. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold You're on. Right. So I just was kind of like sitting there. Like I wasn't crazy hurt. I was just kind of sitting there evaluating. Like, okay, hold on. Yeah hold on just a second. Let me check. And just did my, did my run through top to bottom basically. And was like, okay, I'm good. I think I just have the wind knocked out of me. And then it didn't really, it was just kind of, okay, no, I, I think my back is just, I'm just tweaked up basically. So, um, then I was like, oh, well, I mean, I don't want to go to LCQ. So I, I mean, I was like, I think I can race. Like I should yeah. be good. I don't want to go to LCQ if, if I, I, if I can. So, I mean, let's get to the finish. So that was uh, pretty much, I guess, everything that happened then. But it, it was, I mean, it was just a kind of a racing deal. I mean, I should he have known I was back there? I mean, yeah, he probably should have seen me coming in the rhythms and stuff when he was doing 180s and he saw me and she had to have seen me inching closer and closer and closer. But, you know, when you're in the moment and stuff like that, you know, it is what it is. He, yeah. he was going for, the, he was going for the, the heat win. He was going for the pass back on Chisholm and, you know, I, I was going for the pass on him. It was just, sure. it's pretty much as simple as that. It was well, just a race. Yeah. And I, I know Josh a little bit, you know, Joshua. And I mean, it's his first season. He's never raced supercross before. Not, uh, he's obviously experienced at racing, but it, it's a little different. Right. And yeah, I don't, he probably 
he clearly didn't expect you to be there like that, or he wouldn't have made tried to make that turn. And like I saw on uh, there's a Facebook group actually I'm part of where somebody was like also that was a dumb move by Austin. He should have known better. I was like, are you're telling me like I re- I literally responded to this guy. You think like my, I thought I said okay, uh, Josh was in the middle to right lane and he decided to cut across. To, to go inside, which was not a smart move. I said, like, the only way Austin could have avoided that is never jump to the inside ever because somebody might turn in front of you. Like, that's that's terrible. Yeah, exactly. And that's, like, that's how you make passes in yeah. Supercross. Like, yeah. in a rhythm section, what do you do? Right. You try to go up the inside in the next turn on somebody. You know, that's what you do. So, yeah. it's like, that's I, I paid no attention to any of those. Nah, times. Like, I, there, was, there are people still raging today about it. I'm still getting DMs and stuff, and I'm like, oh. you guys are so like you. You clearly have either never ridden a dirt bike at all, or you're just not like you just haven't ever rode with people, or they just don't like you. Like no, like you don't know the. I, I don't know. So yeah, it, it's and it is what. It well, is. and some people like they may maybe they just don't like Austin Forkner. So no matter what you do, <laughs> like the thi- I still I saw people saying that the thing at Dallas was your fault. I was like, fuck, Jet hit a tough block and zoomed across the track like that. How people are like? Well, he shouldn't have. You know, Austin shouldn't have done this or shouldn't have done that. I was like, oh, yeah, you guys are just like looking for reasons to blame him. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is more than anything. People just <laughs> they want to. I guess they. Uh, I and, don't know. Yeah, and they, everybody they loves Jet right now. Like me, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and that's why I was, you know, I I, I expected that on both situations. Sure. Because you know, whatever people, yeah. I guess, love to hate. So. You got to let it go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> got a couple more for you. Yeah. So Austin, so you know, being on the the pro circuit team that you've been on there your whole career, um, I I just kind of wanted to know like throughout the years, how has your relationship with Mitch kind of like changed slash matured over the years? Um, so, I mean, I guess it started off me just a kid and, 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 um, you know, obviously there's, there's certain things that, uh, happen, I guess, like just with, with growing up and stuff. When I was a kid, it was all, all I did was ride dirt bikes or whenever he signed me, basically, I yeah. even my first couple of years pro it was all I did was ride dirt bikes. I didn't really do anything else. I didn't, you know, have a significant other and obviously now i have riley and now i you know do other stuff so it's kind of been like an adaption or i guess adapt whatever i guess that's the word i'm looking for like we've kind of just had to he's kind of had to adapt and i've kind of had to adapt and there's certain things like as a as a relationship that i've kind of we've both kind of had to learn about each other i guess a little bit and you know obviously when you're winning all the time you're going to have the best relationship ever with everybody on your team, you know, but in, I have done a fair share of not winning. So, <laughs> you know, times get, some, sometimes it gets rough and sure. sometimes it's not that great, but you know, at, at the end of the day, we both have the same goals and, and I'm a really, you know, I'm a really simple person, you know, like I'm, I'm really simple. Like it, it like I don't take a lot of, you know, talking or, or whatever to, you know, be, be okay with people, I guess. Like I, I could, I don't talk to some of my friends for months at a time. You know, we might send each other memes and stuff like on Instagram or whatever, and then yeah. see each other. And immediately it's just back, you know, back to just hundred percent normal, giving each other shit, you know, whatever immediately. So that's, I'm, I'm pretty simple like that. And, and, uh, I just, I've had to learn a little bit, I guess, to, to, 
talk to people more and communicate a little bit more because not everybody's, I guess, like me. So just not, not just with Mitch or, but just other people in general. Cause I, I also, you know, technically work for the guys at, at factory Cali cause we're kind of, you know, we're, the teams are kind of related and everything. So right, right. just communicate more with, with my bosses and stuff like that. Something that I've kind of had to, had to work on. Um, you know, the writing is the writing you know, that that's good, but just a little bit of communication stuff by me and, and, and by them, you know, accepting, um, you know, that I'm getting older and I, I have a girlfriend or, and then I have a fiance and then, you know, not, you know, and I can still do my job, you know, that's not going to keep me from, from doing what I need to do on the weekends. And, you know, just, there's been stuff like that. So I guess it's really just came with growing up, I guess is yeah. our relationship is, has had its is uh twists and turns and i guess bumps and bruises but at the end of the day i mean it's still we have the same goal as with the day that i signed with them you know we both nice. want to win championships both want to win races and if we don't we're not really going to be very happy and i think he's <laughs> I think he knows that he he doesn't really have to tell me a lot you know he doesn't really have to it's not like me maybe with some other guys in the past he's actually had to to you know yell at or get onto or you know try to fire up you know, with me, he knows he doesn't have to do that. You know, he knows that if he, if he tries to do that and I'm already pissed off, you know, we, we might get in a little pissing match or something because I'm already <laughs> mad. Fired you know? up. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know, just, I mean, stuff like that, just learning about each other and, and we kind of have that all figured out now it's year four or whatever. So I mean, right. Right. Um, but yeah, everything's, I mean, our relationships, it's good. Just had it's, you know, growing to do, I guess, kind of like every relationship. Absolutely. All right. Two more for you real quick. Uh, the discussion with Jet after the race, uh, he said it was real positive. Sound like you guys have a lot of respect for each other. What What do you remember that quick conversation? Yeah, no, it was it was really quick. It was it started off just, hey, good job, you know, from me. Hey, you know, good job on the championship. He said, hey, you know, good job from you. Good job, you know, on the race win. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, man. Uh, and he was like, he was like, I've been, you know, I was he said he was excited to see that or something like that from me or excited, excited to see me ride like that or uh, something like that. And I was like, yeah, man, I, I really wish I could have done that more with you this year. Like I, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, I wish I could have done that a lot more with you this, this year. And, and I was like, but you know, it is what it is. It was a racing deal. And, uh, but yeah, good job. And he kind of said, good job back. And that, that, that was pretty much all it was, was just a really, uh, a good job. Yeah. Good job to you too. And man, Wish I could have gave you more of a fight this year. Yeah, sort of I dig thing. that. And then that was pretty much it from there, really. I dig really, that. I feel like that was all we needed to say. Yeah. Uh, last question I have for you, man. I know there was you know, originally a plan to go 450. Um, you don't have to answer this if you don't have any thoughts or don't want to get into it, but do you know what 23... I know we're going into outdoors and you don't really care about 23 yet, but just do you have any idea what you're going to do for 23? Uh, not... I don't. I okay. have not talked to the guys yet. I <laughs> I don't really know. I okay. hear stuff from people. People yeah. tell me that they they hear I'm 450 next year. They okay. hear oh I'm 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 on the 450 next year. Um, you know I'm they they people tell me that they hear I'm I I've signed that I, I'm going to a place in Florida. I'm training somewhere in Florida next. Okay. Year. I'm like dude. I I don't I don't even know. Yeah. So, so, um, I, I, to be honest, I hope I go 450 next year, you know, like sure. I, I feel like I've matured enough this year that I feel like, 
I am ready to go to 450. And and honestly, at this point, it's like, do do I want to uh, do I want to win a 250 championship before I go to 450? Yeah, for sure. Like that's obviously always you know everybody's goal. You know, best case that's the that's the goal always is to win a win a 250 championship and go to 450. But you know, I'm kind of like at this point, like man, I kind of just want something different. You know, I yes. want to try it. I think I've think I've showed a decent amount of maturity this year and in my riding and stuff. And, and last year, yeah, maybe, you know, I wasn't ready to go 450 this year, but now, I mean, I, I, I think, Hey, let me give it a shot, you know, like sort of thing. That's kind of my, my, I guess, take on it. And, yeah, um, but at the end of the day, it's not just up to me. It's kind of, you know, who they already have signed for. Sure. Next year. I don't know business Jason's contract. I don't know Adam's contract. I don't know who they're looking at getting, if anybody, maybe me, maybe, you know, I, we haven't really talked about that much stuff yet. Ba- the last time I kind of talked to everybody was, uh, like actually had like a phone call with everybody was trying to convince them to let me race St. Louis. <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay. okay. Um, that, that was pretty much the last, and that, that was all I cared about really. I yeah. was like, Hey, I don't, I don't even care about outdoors. I don't really care about anything else. Um, I, uh, just you know hey can i race st louis type or when can i when can i come back and race supercross right so um so yeah that was that was pretty much that well i'll say just just go win the outdoor title and i think it'll work itself out yeah exactly (laughs) you know everything everything happens how it's supposed to and uh yeah i mean that's that's i guess the way i look at it yeah Hey, awesome, man thanks for uh always answering me and uh coming on the show you know i really appreciate it i know this season hasn't, you know, again, gone the way you wanted, but man, you got, you've turned it around, coming back, turn it around, going into outdoors, um, looking good right now. So I think it's going to be a good finish to 22, but it means a lot that you always come on when I ask. Yeah, no problem, guys. I, I, well, that's the thing is people say they're, and I, and I also sign people at the, you know, in the pits and stuff. They always, they, I was, I signed a decent amount of autographs, even though we don't have like official autograph signing and stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. People are like, man, that's awesome that you take some time to sign autographs and stuff. But dude, like whenever I'm, I've been hurt a lot and I miss that stuff. Sure. You know, like, yeah. Do I miss signing autographs over and over and over when I'm, <laughs> I just walk to the cooler to get a drink and then I, I, can I get a glove? Says, hey, can I get a jersey? Hey, will you? Will you sign my hat? And I'm like, yeah, 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 let me sign your hat real quick. And then next thing I know, I have a, I have a hundred foot long line. Right. People right. Trying to get stuff signed. Like, okay, like that, some of it, but still like it's, that's part of being at the races. And that's, I mean, like at the end of the day, I, I do enjoy that stuff and I yeah. do enjoy this stuff, you know, just, it's part of, I get it's Hey, if you guys weren't calling me, then I would be a little bit more, that would be a little bit more bigger of a problem. Sure. So hey, I'm glad, glad you guys are asking me to be on the show or, yeah, of course. or whatever, because uh, that means that I, at least I'm doing something right. Well, so. hey, and you got to look at it like this too. If, if the fans don't come to the race, if all the fans quit coming to the race and asking for autographs, there's probably no racing, man, and ain't no job. So, yep. so yeah, you're yep. doing it right, man. But again, appreciate you as always. Uh, good luck with these last two. I'll actually, I'll see you in Saint, uh, Salt Lake City. We'll be there for that one. So, uh, but thank you. Yeah, cool. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate All right, bud. It. Take care. Tell Riley I said hi, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. See All right. you, guys. See you, man. All right. Thanks to Austin for coming on. Did Good interview. Very much like like Chiz. Like, he, he gives you so much. Like, yeah. you have to pull information no, out No, he's of an open book. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Him. So, good good job with hey, it was, You know, it's funny. There at the end, he was mentioning about the fans. Like, when we were out at the couple of races that we went to, 
there was I'll be standing on the other side, like under the tent, and I'm like, I I'm just I'm the new guy. I don't really know anybody. I'm just standing there. People will be asking me like, "Hey, give me give me Jet's uh, autograph." I'm like, "Bro, you, yeah. I don't have that kind of I don't have yeah. that capability." Hey, go get Jet for me. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, let me get right yeah, on that right. guy. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, that works for like Cade Clayson or, or A Ray. Like I'll be like, yeah, come on, come here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just well, yeah, yeah, you, you I actually saw you do that. Out of here. that yeah, funny. Yeah. Get, get your ass out of here, Cade. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was great. Good stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. So we probably about to wrap this thing up. There's unless... a, there was a there's a tidbit of uh, of uh, chat drama. Okay. So uh, let me YouTube try to chat. go back. Yeah, let me go back to the top. Hold oh on. boy. For our, our, our listeners in post. Well, while you're looking for it, guys, again, support our sponsors, which I'll read those off again in a minute. But um, Patreon.com, big deal for us. We talk about it every so often. Been talking about it a lot lately. Uh, we've lost a few Patreons. You know, I know things are financially, things are getting crazy right now, right? Products are going up, fuel's going up. But uh, if you can, Patreon.com, and you can sign up. You can follow us. You search the show, comes up. You can follow us. You can uh, contribute. You can do. Like, I was just thinking about this the other day, Scotty. You can do a dollar. You can do $5 a month. We take that money. We use it for travel. We use it for equipment, whatever we, you know, we're doing this content, right? We, we these cameras, everything that we're using. Um, I was thinking, like, we average about 4,500 downloads a week. Like, if we could get half those people to do $1 a month. Yeah. Like, that would mean we would be able to pretty much almost go to every race. Yeah, like, that would be like instead of just a couple cool. here and there, um, and, you know, not no guilt trip or anything, but yeah, I mean, like a dollar a month from everybody would mean an insane amount. And then some of some people will do five, ten. There's some fifty and hundred dollar. Uh, well, there were some hundred dollar. I don't think there is anymore. I'd have to look, but um, yeah, man, just Patreon.com. It's P A T R E O N. Same way, like you, you know, uh, Main Event Moto is all Patreon now. Steve Mathis has a Patreon, but. It just goes a long way, especially for a small show like us that's trying to get to more and more races. And it's not easy, right? We get we have good sponsor money, um, and you guys supporting us sponsor keeps sponsors keeps that coming in. But if you feel the need to sign up, and I haven't done my job of making or you know giving you Patreon supporters extra, I, I'm supposed to do more content, and we try to do some giveaways, and I haven't done enough of that. I did just post. Uh, I think it was the interview with Josh Ellingson, which, you know, Eli's mechanic that I, I wrote the article on racer X. I, mm-hmm. I posted the audio and there was a lot of extra stuff in that. Um, and I need to do that more often. I need to do some more special stuff and I'm, and I'm working on it, man, just trying to find the time, but we try to make it worthwhile and it means a lot for those that do support us. And if you feel the need, man, or feel the want, uh, it, we would love for you to go jump on there and give us a buck a, m- a month or five bucks a month. Man. Just, just a buck, man. Can I, can I, let me, hey, big man, let me yeah. hold the dollar. <laughs> That's it. It's just, let, me hand, let me hand that dollar. <laughs> hold that dollar. Okay. Yeah, so, go ahead. Um, so there was a suggestion, drop the review show and build and do your own thing and oh, don't on, live in the again. shadows. Drop the review show, like the pulp, the wrap-up oh, show. Oh, okay. Drop the wrap-up show and build and do your own thing and don't live in the shadows. And then Jake said, review show pays. Yeah, Fully was like, that was rude. <laughs> no, nah, man, it's fun. And then uh, and then it just kind of was, they were kind of going back and forth. And then it was like, he's the guy was saying, I never heard of Pulp, be, Pulp and Mags being a sideshow for another podcast. And then they were saying that, this isn't that's this isn't a side sideshow. I don't know. It's just kind of it's just a little so bit. Is this somebody new that's no? It was or? uh Robert Gowdy. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. No, he he's he definitely is a, a supporter of the show. So yeah, it was just it was just kind of it was just kind of funny. They were yeah, going yeah. back. They were all going no, back and it, forth. I I think I see what he's saying. Right. I mean, there are people that are like, dude, you can do your own thing. You don't need pulp. But yeah, I mean, Steve pays me um, not a ton, but being a regular guy like everybody else probably watching, every dollar counts for me, man. And, and what Steve pays me helps me out a ton. Yeah. Um, he's helped me get my foot in the door more so than I was before. Uh, and Steve does a lot of, like, you know, you hear him talk shit right on, on the show. Sometimes he kind of gives me a hard time, but he does so much for me off the air, man. And helps me out. And like, you know, if you listen to money, not he invited me to come out to do the Lamborghini thing that he's doing when he's renting the track out. Um, like the guy really does. He's a good dude. Um, I, I don't feel like I'm, maybe I am in the shadows a little bit, but he's, it'll, all, he's it'll happen in time. He's helped me a lot with questions I have about things I'm doing. Uh, and, and it's a gig like, like Matt weeds, right? If you're paying, I'm saying, well, I mean, yeah. if he's going to pay me to do it. Dude, I need that income and, and yeah. it, it helps. Hopefully it really what kind of goes back to saying is yeah, if we can grow this help, y'all can help us grow this more than, yeah. you know, eventually that stuff. Oh, and again, just, he, he gives me shit for saying Moto X pod show on the wrap up. But when we first talked about doing it and he, three years ago, or whatever it was, he's like, yeah, man, you could kind of mention your own show and like that. That's helped because. Pulp listeners, there are pulp listeners that are like, I didn't really know you actually had a podcast. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was the Pony Pods. It was a joke. So, no, it's, it's a, yeah, we're, we're here. Yeah, so, here. It, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it, it's something that the wrap-up show and pulp has really helped me out. So, uh, yeah, I'm not ready to get away, go away from it. If if I didn't need the money, I might, because the time is the, the big thing. Not being in the shadows, it's the time that it takes. It's insane how much time it takes yeah, to do the wrap-up show for crazy. me. It's crazy. With a regular job. I think I've said it many, many times, but if there's somebody new listening, we'll be done with this show here. It'll be, it's 8 o'clock now, local time. It'll be, we'll be done in 15, 20 minutes, and I'll be up till midnight prepping for the wrap-up, because mm-hmm. it takes forever to pull that audio, just because I have to find it, I have to cut it, I have to reformat it. Anyway. Get something else. Oh, um, Desi would wanted to know if you yeah. got the yellow lucids yet. The the something yellow lucids. Oh, like as in the the goggle color yellow. Um, I it's don't. So far ago. I need it's to place so another order. Ago, I'd have to. No, that's fine. Um, I think we talked about getting some. No, I need to place an order, Desi. Um, yeah, I need to do that. I and I'll do that probably next week. I need to order some more stuff because I only have one pair of lucids left, a white pair. Because I don't think I sold those at Swan. Some, no, I didn't sell them. So I think I only have... No, I have a couple. Ooh, you know what? Desi, uh, email me. Uh, the Email the, the Moto flow, X-Pod. flow yellow. Okay. Email the Moto X-Pod show at gmail.com again because I might have a yellow pair. I don't remember. I have to look. I got to look in my box. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> so yeah, hit me up. I'll look. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll look, but if not, I'll get some. Um, did, yeah. uh, did, did fully... Uh, he said he was pro pony, and he offered to oh, buy yeah, yeah. buy you a bike if you didn't cut it. <laughs> okay, all right, fully. Well, it's too late now. Well, he said he did. He said he offered. Yeah, I think he did. I don't know that I really believed him, and I think I'd already said yes. I'd already agreed to the deal. Hey, speaking of fully, and I don't know if Garrett's still on. Garrett won our name that the head back there, Gwendolyn Renee, and uh, Fully's going to give him a couple, a Cherby's t shirts and a hat. So yeah, if you're he's listening, still, he's still on Garrett. Um, Email me or text me your shirt sizes. Uh, yeah, so uh, we'll get you hooked up. Fully's going to take care of you. But uh, yeah, so congrats to Garrett. What we left? He said, he said yes. Fully said yes. I would have bought him a toy moto though. Oh yeah, that's what I. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like one of the ones on your. Desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? We got to give this thing away. I don't know what camera you get on. 
I still have this. Uh, awesome, I was about to say Austin Fortner, Aaron Plessinger, full scale or not full scale? What what scale is this thing, man? This this toy from Supercross, the Feld Supercross toy. It's the full size one or not full size? You know what I mean. <laughs> Wish it was full size because I'd be out. I'd probably go leave right now and go ride it. I don't know what scale this is, but it's the big toy that that they promote on Supercross. I have the Aaron Plessinger one that he signed. We need to give this away next week, or maybe we'll get AP on. Oh, there you go. We'll try to get AP on, and we may give this thing away next week. Um, may do it on YouTube. Try to get some more YouTube listeners. So if you're listening to this post, yeah, if you want this autographed, legitimately autographed Aaron Plessinger toy for your collection, we're gonna give it away next week. What else we got? Anything? Man, that's pretty much it. You know. Yeah. Racer X, guys, go uh, subscribe if you don't already. My second issue just came out. My second article in Racer X, my 10-second with, with Joseph Allen. I am writing... Oh, I wrote one on Logan Carnell. That'll be out on the next issue. And Thursday night, I'm writing one on Sean Brennan from Feld. Moving on up, man. You know, one of these days, man, I'm going to have higher ceilings. Higher ceilings. I mean... I- <laughs> These are only like I only have. Yeah, like, this is pretty pretty standard. Yeah, like they're only like five foot tall ceilings. I'm joking. Yeah, I'm about to say uh, you're you're like six three, so your head you'd have a yeah. I'm just you'd joking. have a little head mark all the way through the ceiling. It's a bad. It's a dumb joke. It was mm-hmm. dumb, 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 dumb. All right, we're gonna wrap this thing up because I got nothing left. <laughs> I don't know what to talk about. Uh, Cherries USA and Race Tech, our title and co-title sponsors. Oh, I do have a I do have something I wanted to ask you. Let me read the sponsors okay. and you can ask me. Cherubies USA, uh, follow them on Instagram, support them at cherubiesusa.com. Racetech, go to racetech.com, use promo code MOTOXPOD. Uh, I asked checkers today if that worked, if the code works like at your local service center for Racetech. And he said some will accept it, most do, but they don't have to. So if you're wherever you are, you find your local Racetech service center, hit them up, and they may be willing to take that MotoXPOD show Discount code, so you can get your oil change, get your for, your, you know, your service work done, uh, or revalving, or whatever you want to do. Fly Racing, go to your local WPS dealer, ask for flyracing.com, as well as X-Brand Goggles, all distributed through WPS. Works Connection, guys, Pro Launch Start device, it's really the elite, it's the uh, it's what everybody uses, it's what um, Jet Lawrence just won his championship with, Works Connection products. Hit them up. Use promo code MOTOXPOD20 to save. Start device, elite clutch perch, radiator braces, all those good stuff. Torque One Racing, uh, that commercial, if you're listening to Post, you heard Scotty's new commercial. I want to hear your thoughts on that on the on our email. For uh, He, he kind of started off sad. He had me in tears, and then, <laughs> boom, it kicks in. It's pretty rad. Torque One Racing. Our Jerky, promo code MOTOXPOD21. Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID. If you want some graphics for your bike, you want to sweeten it up, you want to get your jerseys lettered, Graphics at bermlords.com. Shock Socks, Williams Motor Works, Extreme Colors, Blood Lubricant Oil Lines. The Barracuda line is out now. Multiple weights, better protection if you put your drain bolt in. Better performance and it lasts longer. Promo code MOTOX. Grill your ass off. Promo code MOTOXPOD. You guys like to cook? I, try, like I tried it. After, yeah. after we left the show, I went okay. and tried it. I tried the Ma Deuce. Mm, very good. Dude. Very, very good. Yeah, so last night, I was watching Pulp and I got hungry like around 10 o'clock our time again. Man, I want something to eat. I didn't really have anything to heat up. You know, I'm just going to do some ramen noodles. And some. I dumped in the, the Claymore Cajun seasoning. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was good. So good. Power Band Racing, True Fusion Sports. That's our sponsors. Support them, please. What you got? What was your question? Okay, so and uh, 
Caroli is doing the first two rounds of outdoors, correct? Yeah, he's in for the first two for sure. Okay. What percentage chance do you think he of him winning a moto? Oh, him winning a moto? Forty-five percent. Okay, that's I, I like that. That's probably where yeah. I put myself. Okay, now extend. Well, I'll extend it. If let's say he does the two races and he's like first or second in points, does he stay? I don't know that he. Oh, well, yeah, I, was, I, was, I don't know if he can. Because you think got, KTM's yeah, like, oh crap, yeah, we're yeah, in a points yeah, yeah. lead. Like, yeah, sure, why you're not? staying. Yeah, he'll stay. Sure, why not? He so, wants, and then, he wants and then do we small. do we know anything more about the hurling situation? Uh, he's supposed to be back on a bike this week or maybe next. And yeah, we're. I mean, just depends on how he's feeling, I guess. But if he's feeling good, then he will come. That's kind the of plan. Thing. That's what I hear. That'll be. I, yeah. I, I think that'll be interesting. I think that'll, that'll be interesting because I've been I, I've been watching be the. Uh, you think? Can I play the idiot drop again? I'm just giving you a hard time. But I've been watching the. Don't, MXG. don't start crying, Scotty. Come on, man. I wasn't. I'm gonna check your. I'm gonna check and see if you got any more money. I was watching the MXGP and it's like it's it's kind of boring without them in it. Yeah. Nope. Still fifteen dollars. Yeah. Tragic, Scotty on GoFundMe. GoFundMe, tragic Scotty. I don't know, man. I I did the GoFundMe when I was moving. Remember? Because I when I I'm really not. I, ta- I really don't like. I know they were all making fun of me and stuff, but it's not like I'm really like that I counting know. on it. Like it would be I, cool dude, if anybody I wants to help I me. Like I will. Ask. I will never yeah. not take help. I didn't I'm not like that person either. Like I didn't want to ask, but I was in a bind trying to buy a house and stuff, and people hooked me up. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't get eight thousand dollars, but I don't know why he put it that high. It makes me look like That's I'm greedy. Funny. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, yes, yeah, so, so, so. okay. Anyway, all right. Let's wrap this thing up. Um, that's it. We'll be back next week. I know Colt Nichols is locked in. Don't know about him. And I think Scott uh, TJ might be back because he's. Uh, he's no, yeah, May fourth. Ooh, May the fourth be with you, Star Wars. Dun, dun, dun. All right, the show's over. <laughs> but, uh, Star Wars cooler than golf. Uh, right. Don't start. We're out. Okay. <laughs>